live from Malifaux Ringside, we're bringing you Friday Night Foedown. I heard it coming before it exited your mouth. Phrasing! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 We put phrasing back into rotation. Oh, 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 God. Okay. Welcome to Steam Powered Scandals. Tonight <laughs> is Friday Night Foedown. Welcome back, folks. We finally got back around to this format. Hooray. <laughs> For those of you that uh, are unfamiliar with this format, uh, we will go through a bunch of random, fairly random topics, very not serious and usually not related to the actual gameplay whatsoever. So if you're looking for hot strategies, go somewhere else. This is this not is the cast what, for you. Yeah, no, this is this is just 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 going to be hot hot garbage and bullshit and fa- and theories and crap, and I absolutely love it. So uh, we will have just a single hour to go through as much as we possibly can to entertain you and ourselves. Uh, well, oh yeah, let's, let's be honest; it's mostly for us. Yes, it's mostly for us. Let's go through our lovely, lovely guests and co-hosts. Victoria, finally back after a long respite. Respite. Break? Sure. Vacation? Not really a vacation, no. No? Okay. Considering I was cut open and had a baby removed. Um. <laughs> All right. You want to get into, like, gorier details? or No. Okay, moving on. We've got three <laughs> guests with us. As relatively common, Rowan Heckenberger, who also is the only person I know to have a restraining order against them from every living American astronaut. <laughs> I'm quite proud of that, in fact. <laughs> next up, literally next up, right next to him, possibly in his lap, is Nate. You remember Nate. Gremlin Nate. He is currently yeah. the reigning world champion in antifreeze chugging. Yeah. And, My favorite drink. Yeah, and new to the show, Eli. Say hi, say hi Eli. Eli hi. likes to make kimchi-flavored coffee creamer as a hobby. <laughs> you know, you can't find it in stores anywhere, so you just gotta, you gotta make what you can. I don't know what 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 prompted me to do this thing, uh, these introductions, it's but it's really fun to watch you guys try to react to it. I love it so much. Sadly, Doug tested, Roman approved. Yes, very spicy. Okay, okay, okay. I got a timer somewhere in these in this computer. Yeah, it's on the okay. Google. It's on the Google. Google. Google start timer. We are going to start the timer right. Now, our first topic is which character would make for the character or characters would make for the best after school cartoons? Um, I'm going to go ahead and go first on this because uh, this is my show and Victoria's show and Roman's show and Nate's show. But it's my show mostly. So I took this to be basically any kind of cartoon. Um, if Roman was expecting some other kind of specific after school cartoon, he will be. Um, You'll be disappointed. I decided that, you know what, would be great. And uh, this is definitely me going off of our group headcanon about exactly who these characters are and how they act. And not weirds, because weird would probably hate us for what we do. (laughs) I think it would be absolutely wonderful if we could have Tara and Karina... I don't know. Um, climb aboard the infamy and kidnap Earl Burns and Johan and start um, going around Malifaux and solving crimes with an overly large void hunter named Scooby-Doo. <laughs> oh, no. 
at the end of every episode, is it actually they're they're unmasking either Zip or uh, Parker? It's just the same people over and over again. <laughs> nah, nah, it's Leviticus. It's Old Man Levy. <laughs> <laughs> old Man Levy? Oh, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Beautiful. We've yeah, made that, art. Yeah, that's about as far as I got with it. We just, we like making Terry and Karina to be almost comically absurd around here. So I think that, that would make for a great cartoon, especially every single episode. Tara has this one joke where someone, some unknowing schmuck finds out that she's got a giant hole in her chest. <laughs> it's just a running gag. Poor schmucks. Yeah. Poor schmucks. Like, she's a good visual gag. I just really want to see Karina eat the same uh, chicken wings over and over and over. <laughs> every episode. Three, two, one. Crack. Oh, what's what's your beverage of preference, dudes? Well, we just switched from rum and diet root beer. Well, Nate's sticking with <sighs> diet root beer because, uh, yeah, diabetes. diabetes. And uh, Eli and I have switched over to vodka and lemonade because oh. we're lazy and that was easy to mix. Yes. Victoria, what do you enjoy? I'm having a Bailey's right now. Yes! I gotta kind of moderate, though, because... Yep, baby reasons. Ba- baby nice. reasons. She, she can't. She can't spike the juice. <laughs> the baby juice. <laughs> I'm enjoying a uh, a King Sue Double India Pale Ale from Topland Goliath Brewery. Ew. Yeah, that sounds <clears throat> good. Very good, in fact. All right, let's let's get back to the topic here. Wasting time, Victoria. What yes. is your cartoon? Of choice. Um, I feel like Lady J would make a really good like X Men superhero, um, animation show, like, like thing. the '90s cartoon, like the '90s X Men. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's good. I mean, yeah, Lady J basically Batman anyway. Yeah, and you have you already have your your um, Professor Hoffman Xavier yeah, exactly floating. Ah. Yeah, yeah. You can't walk. I <laughs> <laughs> got the polio I mean, legs. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, and uh, uh, well, okay. Who else? Who else is in this action team? Or is wait, does that make Ramos? Ramos is definitely Magneto. Then, yeah. Oh, cool. works. oh lord. Oh crap. Yep. Oh, oh, we've done crap. it. Yep. We cracked the code. Yep. There's a uh, there's a fire X Man, right? Uh, a couple. I think they're actually the bad. Pyro's the bad guy. Uh, a bad guy. A bad guy? Yeah. One of many be, bad guys. So that'd be Karis. Karis would be Pyro. And, you know, we could just, yeah, we yeah. Could just not have Sonya because she sucks. Wow. Yeah, all right. I agree. You know, people are going to come for you. I know a specific person going to come for you. That's huge. Uh, Who sucks more, though? The Doug, her or Nelly? Stop Ooh. bringing that up. <laughs> Never. <laughs> We're forever going to make you choose <laughs> between Sonia and Nelly. No. <laughs> hey, Roman. Uh, yeah, yeah. Roman, what's your what's your cartoon? So my cartoon uh, is I'm seeing Marcus and Miranda uh, animated, kind of like think of uh, like Zabumafu or Kratz creatures. Okay, I'll have you know Zabumafu was not animated. Also, it was, it's there was that were claymation. That's fine. It's it's the wild Kratz now. Oh, see, this is why I'm old. <laughs> they're they're also old. They're, they're also old. They're incredibly old. They've, been, think, wow. they've been doing it forever. Okay, yeah, no, boomer. Yeah, but I, I totally see 
Marcus Miranda doing that, but it's more like they're explaining to the, the kids watching it why humanity sucks and will be eaten by all of the wild. Neat! I think, I think it'd be more like, hello kids, this is a rabbit. It's cute, adorable, and completely harmless. Let's change that. <laughs> 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 yep. I, that worked. Oh, no. Uh, what's. Uh, okay. Uh, anything else? No. That, I was short, sweet, to the point. All right, Nate. All right. So I've decided to go with a little something I call Bayou Maniacs. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Yep. Roman. I knew Roman would love this one. Um, so we've got, we've got our main three, which ends up being um, Popcorn, Cooper, and. Uh, Oh, who's my third in the trio? Fingers. Mm-hmm. As Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I figure the first mate can do the, the chicken boo thing. <laughs> okay. Just like a guy, just a sword, trying to blend in with everyday ordinary people. Okay. And I mean, we've got Big Brain Bryn. Yep. The show writes itself. Waiting for that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, have a, I have a feeling you might have started with that. Yeah. <clears throat> Save the best for last. All right. Okay, fair. So, Eli, what do you got for us? So, I picked Hamlin. Just, I feel like you could get a really good show of him being an over-top villain, over-the-top villain who's just trying scheme after scheme to gain power and uh, failing every time, because that's literally him in the fluff. Yes, a Snidely Whiplash. Yeah. But you need your Dover boys to the Snidely Whip. No, sorry, sorry. That's Dan Backslide, a far superior villain. (laughs) Who the fuck is saying... Wacky races? Yeah, that, yeah that's, that's wacky races. Okay. With Dudley yep. Wright. Okay, yeah. thank you. Thank you. I apologize. Although, if Hamlin were, were Snidely Whiplash, you know that mustache would be made out of, like, a centipede. Yep. And he's already got the dog, so... Yeah. He's just made out of um, lots of lots of mustaches from different things. Which I think is more gross. I mean, you could also make him, like, a doofenshmirtz from uh, Phineas. Mm. <laughs> yep, yep. Give him just awesome. a ridiculous backstory and... Perfectly human daughter somehow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm fine, but who's... I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah, cool. All right. That was that was that was weird. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go back around see if anyone has any, has anything else because I have uh, a one that's even better, but I didn't want to write it down because I wanted it to be a surprise. You say that was weird, as though any of our topics are ever not weird. I'm I, I sometimes I like to pretend to be an audience surrogate. I, shut up, <laughs> leave me alone. All right. Okay. Here's here's like my true suggestion for a cartoon based in the Malfoy universe. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Yep. Setting. Listening. It's the 90s. Mm-hmm. All right? A gang of uh, uh, street youths that are really into extreme sports mm-hmm. accidentally get cursed by Zoraida. Mm-hmm. And, and and they get changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah? They ch- get Go changed on. into different versions of the Salty Sea Devil. And then they, they fight no. crime. <laughs> They fight crime. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it sounds it sounds awesome, doesn't it? God, fucking. <laughs> What's next? A group of nephilim that are cursed to turn to stone at, during the day? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. How do you know? Uh, wow. Uh, do, do you got anything else? Tori? Me? Yeah. We just I... ended on street sharks. I was only anticipating one round with this. Um, I don't know why I was so foolish. Uh, out, out, outcast Sailor Scouts. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. 
I'm just imagining Von Schill's transformation dance. Jacked off. The shirt comes off. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, okay. The real question is: Are you using Johan or Johanna as as the the scout? Um. Um. Well, first <laughs> off, both. One first off, yes. Mm, there you go. Um, they can be a starlight. Um. Victoria going with the with the deep sailor <laughs> So it's, it's Johanna in everyday lore. life, and then it transforms into Johan in a sailor scout outfit in when uh, fighting crime, right? Sure, we'll go with that. That's not exactly the opposite of a starlight. <laughs> yes. Anyways, uh, hey Roman, what you got? Anything else? Yeah, a, a group of Nephilim that are transformed into stone. <laughs> Lazy. I like it. All right, Nate. <laughs> I don't really have anything extra, just something I forgot to mention. Uh, we got a Ma Tucket as Slappy Squirrel and the little lass as her little nephew. You pulled niece. that out of my brain. Yeah. Stop it. I forgot to mention that. That was on my list of <laughs> you maniacs, if you will. Good, good. Lovely. Good, good. Eli, any more input? Uh, so my first thought actually had been Tara as well. And I'm thinking like a Samurai Jack style show Ooh. where she's going around interacting with the other outcast uh, members and ultimately working for the goal that she'll never achieve. Oh, okay. <laughs> Starring Von Schill as the Scotsman. An absurd Ooh. amount of robots. Ooh, do, are, you, are you allowed to do that, though? He's Prussian. Just any hey, one. <laughs> Basically, okay. say, are, you, are you saying they're the same thing? Yeah, it's just the, it's yeah. the opposite of a Hamlin show. <laughs> No, no, all right. I think we can move on to the next topic now. All right. This is a holiday-themed Friday Night Photon because this will be coming out near the holidays. I, heck, I might even try to get it out tonight. I don't know. Anyways, all eight factions decide that for 24 hours, they'll declare a Christmas truce. For all y'all that don't know, Christmas truce is famously a truce that happened between both sides of... Of World War One in 1914, where they said, hey, we're not going to kill each other for a day. Boy, howdy. So I thought I'd play that here, because that's only like six years off? Yep. So relatively close. So, what I'm asking is, what characters do you most want to see have a story about them interacting during the truce so they can't kill each other? Victoria. <sighs> um, I put down Perdita finally getting her poker night, but it's with Pandora. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Yes. Oh, Nothing could possibly go wrong there. This is fine. Just I do- mean, in the fluff, it's heavily implied that both Perdita and Pandora are half and halves. So. Yeah, and Christmas is time for for odd ends of the family to come together. Mm, get that one cousin. Does Pandora cheat? Everybody eyes are way little like. Everyone hmm. cheats at poker in Malifaux. But that's just that's just how you play poker. That's how you play poker in Malifaux. You're expected to cheat, but you're also expected to cheat well enough you can't get caught. Mm-hmm. It's a game within a game. Oh God, Okay, so so Pandora thinks she's got uh, Perdita on the ropes from like you know deal one, but then it comes around that you know Pandora's. I mean, Perdita. They both their names are very hard to to distinguish. Pandita. Pandita. <laughs> Perdita's just playing her, and she ends up winning everything, and she gets her hands on that box. Mm. Oh, God, no. no. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> so much Doug, no. Yes. Doug, yes. So, wait, who ends up with the box? Is it Pandita or per- Perdita? I mean, that's what you get. <laughs> that's what you get afterwards. That's fair. 
Roman, what do you got? So I always really was a fan of the entire bullet story in general. Like, it, it's great. But specifically within that, I always liked how Brewmaster and Von Schill, while everybody else is like, we have to play this game for lots of money, and he and Summer are really trying to get Shill drunk so they can get information out of him. I really like the back and forth of, of Shill and Brewy, like, comparing alcohol and going, oh, that's not bad. Oh, this is, you know, this is interesting. I can try something like that. And I really wanted to see, or rather in, in this true situation, I want to see the two of them come together in, in some other, uh, we'll say outcast thing, say, say Zip invites Brewy to the outcast party because he's expecting there's not going to be any good uh, booze there. And uh, Shill, ever the consummate professional, goes, hey, I was, you were on a job, I get it, no hard feelings, and, and they just continue that, uh, that booze comparison over a, a holiday drink, which maybe they come up with some new things, which we might discuss later. Who knows? Ooh, a, that sounds nice and chill. It does. I could I definitely mean, see them getting along. I could see definitely like, see them retiring from the murdering business and opening up a distillery together. That's like a wholesome, warm, fuzzy story in the making, right there. Nice little holiday. Which like, it would be nice to see Malifaux have more of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, even even some crazy shows get their nice holiday special. Mm-hmm. All right, Nate. Yes. So, my thought is, here we are, it's the holiday season, and uh, our, our dear uh, newly appointed Governor Kitchener has gotten word of this, uh, a certain gremlin general. So as a sign of goodwill, we, uh, we have the, the first annual gubernatorial holiday dinner in which Governor Kitchener invites gremlin general Lenny to the governor's mansion in Malifaux City with, uh, you know... Lenny's cabinet of Somer and, you know, probably an actual cabinet. Kitchener and Marlo, because those are two yeah. very different Oh, sorry, Marlo. Yes. Like Marlo, okay. I was going to really get all that. So yeah, Marlo. Marlo, let's, let's scratch that whole thing. Uh, Doug, edit, edit me saying Marlo and every time I said Kitchener. Uh, no, I'm going to do the reverse. <laughs> very good. Okay. Um, so yeah, Governor Kitchener invites Lenny and, and co to a lovely dinner. Lucius is there. Nelly's reporting. Hijinks ensue. Because <laughs> now you have a bunch of gremlins in the governor's manor. How do you give Lucius an aneurysm? <laughs> this is how you give him a <laughs> Well, once again, That's you still have to have there because he's, you know, the booze pope. Oh, so yeah. Lucius is kept from hey. aneurysming all hey. over the place. Hey, what? Separation of church and state. Since no. when in the bayou? No, but <laughs> no, but Marlo doesn't like Lucius, so he's specifically invited with the intention oh, of yeah. giving him an aneurysm. No, Mar- Marlo found out that Lucius was hosting the dinner this year. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> I have some very special political guests. <laughs> these are my these are my plus ones. <laughs> they'd be plus halves. Exactly. I, you can, I you like, can get like two for the price of one. I like the idea. I like the idea of Marlo just trolling the shit out of Lucius. It's it's wonderful. That's another show I would watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Oh my. Okay. All right. Okay. Eli. Yes. So, 
So this is probably the the one of the first Christmases that uh, I'm gonna go on a sadder note here. This is one of Dreamer's first Christmases without his parents. Mm. I think he still has his mom. I thought she got like eight or lit on fire or both. Uh, I'd like to, I thought that happened to both. Okay, parents. let's pretend. Okay, I thought, I thought she got got also. All right, fine. twist it. You might just mistake the uh, the horde member that ate her for a new mom. Regardless uh. of whether or not I'm right, let's just play it off like it is. Okay, so like I just see this interaction between him and Iggy and Riva because they're all like really young and they've all got like really sad parent stories mm-hmm. and just like sort of forming their own little Christmas friend circle. Oh, Aww. like a like a Christmas friendsgiving kind of. Yeah. Aw. The kids' table. <laughs> but also, like, there's some some antagonists that get to kill at the end. <clears throat> yes. You can't have Christmas without killing. Let's toss candy in there, just as like the heel of the group, the Raphael, as it were. <laughs> oh God. Because <laughs> I don't I don't remember what her origins is. I don't remember either. She's an angry spirit that's shaped like a child to hurt people, I think. That's yeah. basically her goal. Yeah. That's, that seems right. <clears throat> okay. Um, oh, we're up to me. All right, mm-hmm. I'm done. It's your turn. Okay. I got. I, I love this one because it's just, it's just delightful. So we know that uh, there's a bit of a tiff between Seamus and the Midnight Stalker. Mm-hmm. Uh, more of a, the Midnight Stalker is very jealous of Seamus, and then we finally see Seamus acknowledging the existence of the Midnight Stalker and the fluff mm-hmm. for the uh, dead dandy. But I'd like for them to just, I don't know, ha- accidentally happen into the same pub or... Um, Let's they show up brothel. at the they show up at the same party and to kill everyone. Yeah, just covered in weapons, like hey. <laughs> but you know they can't hurt each other because there's a truce. So they decide that you know what you get that that half of the people, and I get that half of the people. <laughs> and during so the this, don't count. <laughs> yeah, during this murder spree, they're like uh, you know tossing quips at each other and talking about murdering techniques, and you know at the so end like of it, a, uh, Legolas Gimli dynamic. Yeah, when they finally like, when they're done. Uh, just covered in blood and gore and dead hookers. Or at least people in dresses. <laughs> uh, they realize that actually they are in fact the best of friends. <laughs> but it has to be bittersweet because the 24 hours is almost over and they have to be enemies after that. But, you know, they'll always remember that night when <laughs> they, they, they they came together in their, their love of mur- the murdering. <laughs> And discovered com- true companionship for once in their life. God. As long as there's a record deal, they'll always be friends. <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's what I, I want to see. So, um, Victoria, uh, let's go back through and just stuff you don't necessarily have thought of quite too terribly hard. Just it, immediate things that come to mind. Victoria. For the truce? Yeah, for the truce. Uh, Karis and Sonia. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, that would just that would just be like all all of the passive aggressiveness mm-hmm. possible. Like mm-hmm. if Karis could eat Sonya's lunch from the break fridge, <laughs> yeah. she would. Oh no. Just 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 seething hate and unable to do anything yep. about it. Probably the most realistic out of all of these. <laughs> okay. Hey, I Roman, what uh any other uh, ideas? I'm imagining like Tony, uh, as for for Christmas time, really doesn't do Christmas. She just goes to her favorite bar, and instead of 
stopping the brawl. She's the one that starts it that night. Did anyone survive? Clearly not. <laughs> yeah, she, she's just trying to start the brawl. She's not trying to necessarily win it. Okay. Maybe, yeah, that's what it is. She goes to a, a guild bar and starts the fight. So that they're all hurting their own people. <laughs> Damn. I feel like it kind of goes against the uh, the theme there, but... Oh, you know, it's not, it's not, it's just bruises. It's fine. Stop, it's stop hurting died. yourself. Is it, is it one of those stop hurting yourself sort of things? <laughs> yeah. But did you die? No, really? Yeah, I can get behind that. I was like, let's just let them start their own shit with themselves. And so, at it. so Tony is, is Mal in a union friendly, or on Unification Day bar. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we just keep continuing to compare, you know, Tony to, like, the greatest characters known to man. Yep. She's Mal, and she's Captain America. She's basically yep. the, the best That's person you. ever. Thank you for confirming she's that. Captain Amalica? <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> That's a terrible poor man, too. <laughs> Nate. Captain America. All right, so I'm just going to cut in on Eli's story. Um, so Asami shows up at the sad kids' table and adopts them all. Aww. Aww. <laughs> I'd, I'd be a, kind of okay with it as long as they didn't actually change factions because yeah. yeah, healthy functioning family. But the problem there is she she's not used to actually trying to herd all the kids, so she has to shove them into her head to carry them around. No, she just carries them around with tentacles. Uh, hair tentacles. Yeah, hair for the children. I'm your mother now. She puts a muzzle over her on the back of her head so she doesn't accidentally eat them. Where's your mom now? <laughs> Who's your mommy? <laughs> um, Eli, please change the subject. <laughs> I can do that. So, I talked about the kids' table. Oh, no. But now we're going to move on over to the cannibals' table. Your <laughs> uh, booties and Raspy Tina uh, set out in the cold because everyone thought that they'd be more comfortable there and away from everyone else eating food that they brought that nobody knows the origin of just da- raspy dousing in a barbecue sauce because we determined that she's actually from Texas this is a man's heart <laughs> yeah yeah well it's probably jerkified you can jerkify it never face that leg <laughs> you prefer the dark meat I would prefer that they sell their differences through sand volleyball <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just so that we yeah. can confirm that terrible theory. <laughs> Giants and Speedos. <laughs> oh, God. I know Euripides has a mean serve, though. That's, that's the next uh, That's the next two-player box. <laughs> beach rats, beach versus Beach Euripides. <laughs> Serving up the ice village, baby. Oh, God. Dead or alive sand volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> Yes! How do they implement jiggle physics into uh, tabletop entries? I I didn't hear that, I'm sorry. I was saying whenever they whenever they do that two player box, whoever models it, the ice pillars need to be like really tall, skinny beach umbrellas. Ooh, yeah. Perfect. Okay. Um what's what do I do? What do I do? (laughs) You know what? We've had a couple like mirror matches here, people with the same kind of shtick. Meeting up for the first time. I'd like to see um, Marcus and Ulix hang out. Actually, you know what? Marcus just shows up on Ulix's farm and thinks he knows how to handle pigs because he's a beast master and he finds out that, uh, no, he, he can't. He is, in fact, wrong. He is, in fact, 100% wrong. Pigs are, in fact, 
a whole different beast. And also, like, they, they are they are evolutionary um, gods, so, like, he can't improve them because they're already perfect. Exactly. They already are made of bacon. Oh, yeah. Right. Doesn't get more perfect than that. <laughs> so, oh. oh, yeah, I guess that's everyone. All right, finally, on to topic number three. Oh, this is yours, Victoria. Why don't you say it out loud? Okay. Every faction has a group chat slash Discord server. Who's the shit poster? <laughs> Roman, you're up first. So I'm double dipping, as I like to do. In both the Arcanist and the Thunders server Discord, it's Mei Fang. Because in Arcanist, she's not known as the punchy one because Tony does it better. Or is better known for it, I should say. And she's not the super fast murder-death-kill person in Thunders, because that is Nasaki's job. So in both chats, she's just throwing shade at both of them real hard in all of her... Big inferiority (laughs) complex? Yes. Make a good gremlin, wouldn't you? You gotta pay two stones for that. It's almost like she brings in uh, foundry things from gremlins, too. I wonder why. She's secretly two gremlins. (laughs) Secretly two gremlins in a human suit? Yes. Yep. Two gremlins in a May suit. That's, that's how it looks like she jumps all over the place on riding the rails. It's just multiple different copies of, of two different gremlins in the same suit. I love it. It's perfect. It's just a whole family. <laughs> yep. All right. Nate, what you got? Speaking of gremlins, <laughs> what are you talking about? So the problem is, you have you have a, 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 a Discord or a group chat for the, the whole Bayou, right? Mm-hmm. Oh god, it's just a shit post. <laughs> it's just a shit posting Discord. The entire shit station, really. <laughs> now, obviously, Zip is the master of said shit posting, but there's it's just everybody. It's just shit posts. <laughs> all shit posts all the time. The impressive thing is some of the pigs are better at shit posting than some of the grandma. <laughs> the first mate is actually a true king. Mm, yeah. He is he is truly a master shit poster, but but for sheer volume it comes down to zip. <laughs> now he's always talking. Uh, excuse me. Alright, Eli, so you got the Neverborn. Yeah. So the this is the most important question to me of this whole thing. I put a lot of thought into this. <laughs> and I want to say most of the Neverborn faction is so disconnected from human culture that they're basically boomers. <laughs> so, oh no! This now, <laughs> then you've got, you've got Dreamer who's got that big Gen Z energy. <laughs> All of everything he puts there is so... So surreal and so nihilistic <laughs> that it's just it, nobody else understands it except Pandora, who he's got to, got to come in on this. <laughs> he, he just trolls just the whole number one faction. He once tricked uh, Chompy into dabbing. Like he is, he has got that going. He for can him. double dab. Oh my god, Lord Chompy bits can double dab. Yeah. <laughs> he can dab both ways. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got anything lit. <laughs> uh, not understanding the actual term. No, in no way does he actually understand it. Are you gonna be okay? No, it's too perfect. And of course, candy isn't helping. No way. 
Zoraida, Zoraida tries to tell Dreamer to do a thing. He goes, okay, Boomer. <laughs> what does that mean? What is a Boomer? Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> I almost lost my drink. <laughs> I, just had a, I just had a thought. I just had a terrible thought. Out of the entire woke crew, the most well-adjusted and down-to-earth and reasonable person in that group is baby fucking Kate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's real now. a fucking baby with a knife. Pandora, why are you like this all the time? <laughs> He's like the baby for who framed Roger Rabbit. God. Oh, God. Candy, baby stop making those men kill accent. themselves. Anyway, sorry. Um... <laughs> Uh, yes, baby Kate one hundred percent refers to her as Candace. Of course. Uh, I feel like I feel like Cade and Lucius have a thing. I don't know what that thing is, but, but I it's a, like a thing. It's there. Anyway, uh, they would almost be like a Stewie from Family Guy and a Brian situation. Oh God. Like they go on like <laughs> <laughs> Lucius and Cade. Lucius has a wonderful singing voice, and not many people know that. I yeah, you know, that does not surprise me at all. Me neither. A nice deep baritone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I bet he makes a great fan of the opera. <laughs> uh, that would imply there's such a thing as a good fan of the opera. Oh, that was a joke. I'm sorry. Please don't cry. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's my like turn. We've, we've been stuck on. We've been stuck on the Neverborn for too long, and we're getting to Doug. Doug picked Ten Thunders because Roman went with Arcanus. And so, you know what? I don't... <sighs> I hate these assholes. <laughs> the Ted Blenders, that is. Um, but, you know what? If, I gotta figure out who's gonna be the shit poster in this group. So I was going through basically the cards to be like, nope, 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 nope. Hello. Now, this is pretty much going off of artwork here, but I think artwork really, really sells this as the best option for the Ten Thunders. But... I think Mr. Tannen is the biggest shit poster in the <laughs> Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> that dude has got the biggest shit-eating grin in real life. And you know he's basically just an internet troll goblin. Uh, and he prefers the really, really old memes that are, that are so obscure that no one remembers what they were except for, like, a handful of people in mm-hmm. constant, constant rickrolling. <laughs> you know it's funny, dead. So wait a second. Does he just come in all the time with, like, literally a bag of badgers and a bag of mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> and Lynch, Lynch is so tired of this shit. Graves <laughs> 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 is giggling in a corner. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <sighs> Um, and Huggy's like, what is up, dog? He asked the question! Basically, Huggy is the, is the, is the chavi bits of the Ten Thunders. Yes. <laughs> yes. An old agent spirit that doesn't get any of the jokes and makes them more hilarious. Yep. She's <laughs> like, Huggy, there's a chemical that's worse than brilliance. It's called Ligma. <laughs> Uh, Victoria, please take this to take us off this topic. <laughs> I suggested this topic. When you I mean, to I mean, ten thunders. Oh, okay. Um, so I predictably chose Rezzers. 
And now my answer kind of depends on what kind of shit posting you're talking about. Um, so since we're gonna do, are we doing another? Oh, round? time out! Time out! There's like someone out there that somehow fell onto this, uh, fell onto this podcast that has no goddamn idea what we're talking about. What shit posting? What shit posting is? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna read that definition for that one person out there. You're welcome. According to Wikipedia, okay. shit posting is posting large amounts of content aggressively, ironically, and of trollish poor quality to an online forum or social network. In some cases, intended to derail discussions or otherwise make the site unusable to its regular visitors. I just realized we're basically the shit posters of Malifo. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations, That's all it is. Nah, that, was, that was our intention. While you drink and paint. That's, that's all we are. Wink, wink. That's going on the t-shirt whenever we make one. What's that? Shit posters and Steam powered schedules the shit posters and mouth. I want one. I love um, it. Oh, now, yeah, now we gotta make it. Then. I need ten. So, are we are we doing another round of this? Um yeah. I vote for the second okay. round. We talk about who moderates each of these uh discords. Oh, oh fuck. Oh, oh fuck. Okay. Okay. Um then I'll go ahead and give all my answers for this one because it really depends on what kind of shit posting we're talking about. Like non sequiturs and stupid um derailing comments, I think could be either Seamus or McMorning. Cause Seamus mm-hmm. I can see posting just really bad. Um, filthy limericks oh. or fanfics or haikus or whatever. And McMorning, I can see just going on a tangent of a really dumb idea. God, McMorning is Scottish Twitter as a person. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep. But I see like the meme dispenser shitposting as being Molly. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like 100%. I feel like like 90% of Molly's posts are like cat pictures. Yeah, probably. Like, 90% are cat pictures and 10% are dumb memes. Yep. Or, like, things she's put on Philip's head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, she's, yeah. Not, she's not intentionally shitposting. She's just, she's like, just doing hey, look at this cool thing. Just, like, in the middle of a serious discussion. I made Philip another hat. Yay! Look at this cat sitting on Philip's head. Weird. Can we get, can we, can we get Philip with the Jane Cobb hat, please? Yes! Yes! Please, weird. Please, weird. Oh, we know you listen to this. <laughs> we know you do. Although, although you know who probably shows up every once in a while in, like, the Rezzer chat or the Outcast? Jack Daw with some really obscure nihilistic meme that <laughs> nobody understands. He just janks it from Nihilist Arby's. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, Jack, are you okay, bud? <laughs> None of us are okay. That's nice, Jack. Nothing will ever be okay. I desire curly fries. <laughs> Jack, what are curly fries? Jack. Have you been telling Tara? No, Karina, <laughs> Karina liked this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uh, we can go back around and uh, do moderators. Does anyone have an option for the um, guild? Good God. I can't remember. Shit poster for the guild? Yeah, shit poster for the guild. I actually, I actually thought about this one too. Okay. My my first instinct was Nelly, but then I realized she takes herself too seriously. Yeah. I want to say maybe Dita. The printing press, however, <laughs> <laughs> is constantly just just constantly randomly throwing out dad jokes all day. 
<laughs> it's, it's, a worst it's, it's one of those AIs people make to like write fanfic or whatever. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Because this is like future Malifo somehow. It's uh, like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna teach this artificial intelligence to post related memes to the topic, and <laughs> it doesn't work. Oh uh, yeah, it's like news articles that are written by AI. Like that's the printing press. <laughs> no, no. Does Bruno Mars is gay? <laughs> I does this have to know. <laughs> I does this have to know. <laughs> I'm glad you got that. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Let's go. Sorry. Roman, yeah. who moderates the Arcanist's uh, Discord server? Uh, totally the captain, because he already wields the band hammer. Woo! Ah, 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 ah. Okay. Nate? Oh, definitely Big Brain Bryn. Like, he set it up to try to, like, create, like, order and, like, a place to organize the Baidu's thoughts, and everyone just calls him a huge fucking nerd. <laughs> I mean, he is. He is. Exactly. They're not wrong. He's a fucking nerd. Eli. Nerd! Well, what's that Moonlight Moon Knight comic? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dracula, you big fucking nerd, where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> did Did Eli died? Eli. No, I'm right here. Uh... You know, I don't think anybody could really stop Dreamer. What are they going to do? He's going to go back to Earth, and then what? But who's trying? But who's trying? Right. I don't think Zoida understands enough about technology to ban people. She's a, that's the problem. She's the moderator, but she can't do anything. Nope. <laughs> Sounds right. Or Titania. Or Titania. Yeah, Titania took over as moderator. There you go. There we go. Okay. Yeah, I can say that. So, Ten Thunders crap. Um, <clears throat> so, I think the creator of the Ten Thunders um, Discord server is pretty obviously uh, Masaki. I don't think yeah. I can really argue with that. But she's too busy doing real shit. So, she has pawned off administration duties to a Monaco Ray who. Um, <laughs> I feel like is a bit a bit strict on the rules, but uh, has a hard time enforcing them. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. no, I dig it. I dig it. I, yeah, I came up with like a legitimate answer with no joke or anything. I, I apologize. Yeah. No, it's good. I'm totally seeing Sensei you like following the rules to the letter, but putting a subtext of funny under everything. Lawful evil. Yeah. Victoria. Rizzers. Uh, I would have said Nicodem, but he's pudding now, so... <laughs> I think... I think Anna... Yes! ...would yep. be the moderator for the Rizzers. Yep. That's exactly what I was thinking. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shook is probably also, like, very delightful to watch him, oh, like, yeah. try to figure out how a computer works. Yeah, he just, yep. he just doesn't get it. He's, a, he's just that wholesome old man. Yeah. He's just trying to shove a liver inside of it, make it work better. <laughs> It does, weirdly enough. For some reason. <laughs> it's the antivirus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, topic number four. Uh, mm, oh, geez. We've been going go- through this pretty quick. All right. Uh, last year, it was it was last year, right? We got the uh, the Rasputina, yeah. the themed. Yep. yep. Because, you know, we don't have any alts of Rasputina. We don't so. have enough yeah. Raspy alts. None, none whatsoever. Nope. So, and we got that holiday-themed crew box, and so that got me thinking, well, what if, like, Weird started putting out a new holiday-themed crew box every year? 
Uh, what could they do besides, you know, Rasputina, which is a bit obvious because, you know, the Winter Witch mm-hmm. and stuff like that. <laughs> so everyone is going to come up with their own uh, themed holiday crew box and they're going to present it here. Starting with Nate. Oh, God. So I meant to do a bit more research on this and uh, I didn't. But I, I did have a really good idea. Um, so we're doing a new Parker Crew box. Um, but it's in the style of Die Hard. <laughs> ah, I was actually considering that. So Parker Parker is our... Um, our um, oh, shit. Alan Rickman. Hans Gruber. That's uh, really, the really? I was expecting yeah. Shell to be the... No, no, we're doing we're doing Parker Parker because you know you got your your master thief. Okay. Um, we're doing his uh, the totem's going to be um, the real skeevy guy, like the lawyer for the Nakatomi Corporation or the mm-hmm, accountant, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's all he's all weaselly and being held captive. He's going to be your Doc Mitchell. Mm-hmm. You're doing uh, Parker's. You're doing Mad Dog as um, Gruber's big old henchman who, like, even after being suffocated and wrapped in Ellis. chains, or, what's that, Ellis? Harry Ellis. Mm. Yep. Yeah. So he's he's your mad dog because you know he's real tough and hard to kill. Um, your banditos are going to be common thieves, um, which are you know just your your German terrorists. <laughs> and then uh, for uh, Mr. Bruce Willis himself, we're going to do Sue. Nice. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that that's our that's our diehard crew box. Which one of the banditos has the shirt that says "Ho ho ho"? Now I have a machine gun. That's a bonus corpse marker you get with the box. Okay. Ooh. Ooh, Fancy. no, it, no, 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 no. It's a bonus hanged for Jackdaw. Yes. Ah. No, no, dead outlaw. Dead outlaw. Ah. Ah. Okay, yeah, 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 there we go. That's that's perfect. But instead of, instead of a machine gun, it says, ho, 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 now I have a soul stone. <laughs> All right, Eli, you got two. All right, so I went with McCabe, and he's going to be Santa Claus. You have a model with him on the sleigh and a model with him off the sleigh. <laughs> and then you've got, uh, you've got Luna, who's your little Rudolph. Mm-hmm. Okay. You've got your, your ruffians are the little helpers. Mm-hmm. And then I don't, I don't have a name yet for Sadir, but his sword is going to say Nautilus. <laughs> and his gun is going to say Cole. Krampus. Krampus is in the, uh, the raspy box. A oh, better yeah. Krampus. A good real um, Krampus. Um, um, Gun Krampus. Gun Krampus. Uh, Black Peter. Black Peter. There you go. I don't think anyone knows what that is. Let me quickly Google the wiki on it. I just know the name. I think I'm familiar. I think I've heard that one. Uh, Zvat Pit. Black Peter, Black Peter. Is a companion of St. Nicholas. In folklore of the Low Country, it's a character's first appearance in 1950 book by Amsterdam school teacher Jan Schekman. Traditionally, Zwartpiet is black because he is a Moor from Spain. Racism. Those portraying Zwartpiet usually put on blackface and cultural Renaissance attire in addition to curly wigs and bright red lipstick. In recent years, the character has become the subject of controversy. No because shit. of racism. Yeah. We'll do it without the racism. <laughs> I don't even see what he does. He's just a dude that hangs out with, with, with Sam. I thought he, like, kidnapped bad children. Uh, yeah, that would be, like, a version of the Krampus, then. Yeah, yeah, but... It, also racism. Alternate Krampus. Alt-model Krampus is <laughs> Black Peter. <clears throat> okay, we're on to me. Um, I'll go with Marcus, because that's my easy one. I already came up with that. Marcus is also Santa Claus. <laughs> Yeah. Miranda, Miranda, obviously being his uh, his um, 
Mrs. Claus, obviously. Clearly. And the um, the jackalope is a, is a nice little helper elf. Uh, of course. And then uh, it's basically, it is literally just the new, the Marcus crew box, but instead of uh, order initiates, you have pain deer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Running over grandmas. Yes. Good. I mean, that's, that's pretty, pretty easy, but yeah, I just like the pun enough to suggest it. Yeah, no, it's it's good. It's, it's a good, good pun. It's great. Right. It's good. It's a good pun. It's a good pun, folks. It's a good All pun. All right, Victoria. Um, I put like five seconds of thought into this, but Nightmare Before Christmas Dreamer. Good job. Yeah. What's in the box? What's in the box? Um, I don't no. know. What does Dreamer usually come with? Uh, Chompy. Chompy would be the mayor of Halloween Town. Ooh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Audible interest. <laughs> um, um, let's see. Uh, Serena Bowman, Serena Widow Weaver, Teddy, Alps, Daydreams. Uh, uh, Serena Bowman would clearly be Sally. Yep. Um, Alps could be um, Lock, Shock, and Barrel. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's um, good. Um, uh, Teddy Oogie Boogie is pretty obvious. Oogie Boogie is a stitch together, yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, look, we don't even need to re-sculpt that one. <laughs> Teddy can be the clown with no face. Uh, the, yeah, the clown with the tearaway face. Um, yep, that'd be creepy enough. What's his butt? The, uh, with the eyes. He eats the eyes. Capellius. Capellius, Capellius. yes, Capellius. Just, um, just the same, just exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, was, I was actually thinking, like, one of uh, a witch, because they got all those witches. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's plenty of characters there's in that so movie that can do a Capellius. Maybe a big box. There's at least one with tentacle fingers. Possibly multiples. Alright. Roman! So, mine is born of a couple different ideas uh, on each other. One, it's, just, it's Titania's crew. Um, as specifically Yule, because I love the uh, the opposite flip around, because Titania's crew's all undead, but Yule, which has a lot of the same trappings as, as Christmas that we all know, uh, stolen from it, essentially, is all about reminding yourself that, hey, look, things don't all die during the winter and rebirth will happen. Yeah. Um, so you have it. This is another advantage of this, is it's a chance for Titania to look a little more regal. I'm, I'm really expecting that resculpt at some point. Please. Uh, please. Yeah, she's been around out of the hole in the ground long enough. She's made herself a nice dress. I mean, look at fucking Aislinn. The yeah. person who designed Aislinn to come up with, like, a regal outfit for Titania, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, and, and in this box, essentially, uh, each of the other pieces... Takes a takes part of the Yule tradition. So, like Ashlyn is uh, essentially the Yule tree because she already kind of looks like one. Titania's. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm honestly kind of imagining like a well, not a Father Christmas, but like a Mother Christmas, but more the the super super old traditional style, more like a, a green man, like you're covered in holly leaves everywhere. Would be her dress. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, the Garar, I'm kind of seeing as that is a, a, a wreath made of, of living things, and then you have a candle in the middle, since it's already the symbol of rebirth. Ooh. And then each of the, the knights are different elves with, like, ooh, no, 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 no. <laughs> They're all gingerbread elves. They're gingerbread knights. 
<laughs> yes. Oh, done. Yes. Robin's over here shitting on us with his thoughtful research <laughs> and forethought into this. I didn't have to drive my here. podcast. <laughs> You're too good for this show. Shit, <laughs> okay. Back around. So if you have any other ideas, starting with Nate. Oh, uh, somewhere in, in, in Bayou, we're, we're doing a Grinch crew. Probably somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. have any thoughts on it other than somewhere is the, the Grinch who's going to steal Christmas. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I think he'd be all for Christmas. Yeah, but he'd want to steal it all for himself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fair, fair, fair. You put it in the one giant hat. Yeah. One, <laughs> one, one, one Christmas to roll them all. One massive Christmas-themed hat. All right, Eli. So I'm thinking Jack Daw as a uh, Christmas Carol set sort of set. Yeah. Um, Montresor is the ghost of Christmas present. Mm-hmm. And Jack is the ghost of the Christmas yet to come. And then, of course, the uh, guilty, this is not meant to be social commentary, uh, the guilty are the poor. <laughs> oh, no. You're right. right. I need a little tiny poor. tip in there. <laughs> Malifo child, tiny tip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big sad. He is a ghost of Christmas past. Oh, never mind. Yeah, that makes more sense. Okay, so I've got two. One of them I, I lied. It's not actually Bond's show. I've got Sonya. Sonya's, uh, really, I just want to make a statement about how much I hate Sonya. Uh, <laughs> Sonya is going to be kind of either just a Santa Claus or a Mrs. Claus. It's kind of the same idea as, as Marcus, just some sort of Claus. And then um, the entire box is just going to be elf slave labor in the Witchling's Talkers oh, Witchling Thralls. Yeah, we'll, we'll toss. We'll, maybe we'll toss. Uh, uh, what's his butt in there? Quig. Just because we, you know, we need someone to whip these elves into shape. Because you know, toys got to be made. It's not like we don't keep with rights or anything. I'm not bitter. Um, the other one is. Uh, I just think this would be utterly delightful, and also just you know, kind of a reverse of the way the characters used to be portrayed. But I want the Vix. And uh, loyal, the, basically the loyalty of the coin box instead of the um, Ronin. So, you know, mm-hmm. Vix and Taylor and Big Jake and Skater the Conflict. Oh. Where's Bishop coming from? I don't know where Bishop is from. Yeah, basically, I want, I, want the, I want the non-minion mercenary crew is what I'm going for here. And I yeah, want them just to be all the box. And this is like a really lazy box here. I just want them to all be in like ugly Christmas sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I just feel like that would be the best crew box to do with because nice. you have the old two Evix and one Evix. Let's be honest, needing sweaters and Big Jake with the shirtlessness and Taylor just with just you know nice alcohol spill down the front of hers. Looks <laughs> like a big her sweater is in fact a, a Yuletide Jack Daniels uh, logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't put too much thought into that one, Victoria. What do you? What else? I did have an idea, but now it's gone. Um, well, Roman. I heard I heard the Jack Doc Christmas Carol, and my idea just. <laughs> um, I don't know where this came from, but actually, hearing the the Christmas Carol idea brought this out. I want to see Pandora's crew as a nativity scene. Well, like a really horrific nativity. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Baby Kate, Jesus. Yep. Oh. Teddy oh. is like the donkey that's always looking over the manger. Teddy is the angel. Oh, no, no, no. I remember Pandora right is now. the angel that's hiding them all there. 
I decided to make the poltergeist the donkey. There you go. The uh, the wizard the the, the, the so wizard of the three wise men. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. Oh, god. Victoria, what was the so, so I remember mine now. Colette with the rockets. Yes. Oh. Yeah. 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 Yes. Oh, beautiful. Mm. Thank you so much. <laughs> I can't even be mad at that. We, we need sexy Santa lingerie somewhere. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, is it weird that yeah. I kind of want, like, a Terra It's a Wonderful Life now? Yes. I mean, no, it's not weird. <laughs> it's a little weird. It's a little weird. It's okay. Nah. It's great. Something you could also do with Titania. She's already Clarence after he, she already has her wings. <laughs> hey, topic number five. <laughs> what is now the biggest thing you want to address in the fluff? Uh, I came up with this kind of as an audible because I had some questions that needed answered and they're very, very important to me. So everyone else gets to add on to this topic. It's basically me wanting to rant. And I, oh, hey, look, I'm first. Good. <laughs> That's All right. cheating. All right, weird. All right, weird. You, you gotta That's answer against the rules. It's super important to me and to everyone. Explain how Gremlin booze works. The problem no. being is, like, you introduced the, <laughs> us, you introduced a booze poke to us, the brewmaster. Some questions. <laughs> the, 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 the problem with that is, is that Southeast, he's, he's obviously sort of tailored to an Asian theme, a Southeast Asian theme. Lots of, and most liquor from Southeast Asia is clear. Yes. The problem is rest, the rest of Gremlin culture is based around, like, Bayou, Cajun, Appalachia, which is definitely not, uh, like, a clear liquor thing, with the exception of Moonshine. But the thing about Moonshine is Moonshine was made out of necessity during Prohibition, because you didn't have the time to age it. You gotta get it made and get it out as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is like, do gremlins know that you age it and it's actually better, or do they not care? What's 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 they going on here? Got time for that? And like, and like, the the curveball here is that we've got popcorn Turner, which looks like he's got a beer stein. Do gremlins know beer even exists? I just always assumed he was drinking liquor out of it because small glasses. Again, ain't nobody got time for that. I mean, it's too easy of a solution. That's too easy of a solution. Basically, what I really want them to do is, like, in a story somewhere, like, a gremlin finds some abandoned casks of whiskey and realizes that it's changed color and they think it's disgusting, but they're desperate and they drink it and they find out it's actually fucking good. And then the gremlins realize, oh god, we just let it sit for a while. Then we could possibly drink it if we haven't died. <laughs> we haven't. And then died. there's like there's like a gremlin booze renaissance. Oh god, that's totally how gremlins figure out how to figure for the future. Like they're they're no longer they're they're planting trees for the, future generations. The invention of gremlin banking was because they realized that they could store liquor <laughs> for long periods of time to improve it. <laughs> okay. Nate okay. likes this idea or if it hurts him. Probably both. Nate's a complicated okay. character, but th- that's what you definitely need to know more than anything else in the fluff right now. Roman, what what do you what does you has to do? So my mine is similarly 
tricky, and, and you might actually know this. I didn't have time to research it too much, but I know we've had instances where people are like, oh, the, the Neverborn language is really tricky because it's so subtle and, and changes a little bit depending on the, the flavor of Neverborn. But we still have moments where people are like, oh no, I know how to decipher this, given time. Has there been like a Neverborn-to-English Rosetta Stone discovered, or how did we do that? Like, that's not an easy thing to do if there's no root words or similar things. Uh, you want, um, you want my best guess for that? Yeah. We're, we're, well, okay, we've seen this just with one model in the game, but we're starting to notice that some Neverborn aren't necessarily tied to the Neverborn faction anymore. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're a group of different people with different ideas, and some of them might jump ship to hang out with the humans. So they do have some, some Neverborn that know the language and then would be able to teach other people. It's slow goings, but there's also probably, I would assume there'd be more than one Grimmer out there that would teach you how to speak the language, but also make you insane. I mean, they all make you insane. I'm saying the other way around. How did the humans get to Malifaux and figure out how to read Neverborn? I would like to posit Zoraida. Mm, There you go. Okay, that's the answer. Okay, then never mind. We don't need Roman needs to know nothing, I guess. (laughs) We did it! (laughs) We did it! Um... Thing I would really like to know in the fluff is Reva doing what she does on purpose. What starting a cult? Yeah, pretty much starting a cult, um, subsuming people's wills to follow her. We don't know um, if that's like an actual magical thing or she's just really charismatic, but she's probably doing it in the bad way. Yeah, but like, there's no magic's a thing. Is is it a thing she's doing on purpose, or is it just an aura that she doesn't know she's giving off? Is a thing that I would really like to know, because up until this point, I've considered Reva a good guy. If she's doing it on purpose, she Finally is less of a good guy. Well, she's a teenager, she's already not a good guy. Ooh, <laughs> ah, shots fired. Against teenagers as, as a whole. Against teenagers as a whole. Okay, Boomer. Easy target. <laughs> Excuse you, we're millennials. <laughs> we're fucking millennials, dude. Do we all are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fair, fair. All right. But yeah, I think it would be a lot more, like, tragic. It's just something she does and she can't turn off. Yeah. Like, is it unintentional or is she in? Is she doing it on purpose? Because that's never really been addressed. Yep. I'm uncomfortable now. <laughs> Eli! Yeah, so <clears throat> mine's a little bit different. What I want from the fluff is how to pronounce people's names. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Nowhere, nowhere on any website or in any book has there been any pronunciation. Put up. So is it bass, boss, or bass, right? Is it ulix or ulix? Summer, summer, summer. Like, there's so many different names that don't have a clear and oh, obvious pronunciation. Summer, summer's here because it's referring to his teeth, which some are here and some are there. <laughs> um, a that lot of the names I only know how to pronounce because of Breachside Broadcast. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and who knows if that's technically accurate. Yep. I, I, I don't necessarily... But it's a canon source, so it's worth going off of. Yeah, I, it's Ulix just because that's how you pronounce the the, the uh, yeah. Roman version the of Odysseus. Odysseus, I believe. Yeah, you like Yeah, I just listened to you guys uh, as I was editing that episode. That was cool information. Yay! We we gave. I also know what the sound wave of Nate saying "um" looks like now. Um, oh yeah, we could get you Dave's also. Yeah, 
<laughs> Put it on a shirt. <laughs> yes, I want my um on a shirt. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, maybe if I ever find that I have some actual free time, I could do a quick pronunciation guide. For some of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think I, you should be expected to know how to pronounce Frycor at this point. Frycor. I've complained about it enough, goddammit. Yeah, Everyone should know how to pronounce Frycor. Okay. All right. Nate, what you got? Oh, yeah. So... Wong is sadly left out of the, the Bayou fluff um, for the most part in this newest book. Except they give you, you know, you know, a new small excerpt about his character. And apparently he's just hanging out in the red cage. Okay. What is he doing? Befriending the, uh... They, there's a lot of shit going on there. What is he doing? He's clearly a high-level explorer's uh, agent. Big magic gremlin hanging out in big magic hole. I'm excited. With a magic bag. Cautiously excited. Yeah, with with magic Oni bag. Isn't the bag like uh, trying to find someone else? It's trying to find Asami. He's vibe checking. He's vibe checking. (laughs) So yeah, no, the, the three demon bag is very definitely trying to find Asami. But whenever it asks for the summoner, he assumed it was talking about Somer, and he got distracted. Uh, uh, he's, uh, you know, he's probably having a good swim. <laughs> uh, I know he's, like, singing. He's, he's, he's got good acoustics. Okay, what's, well, what's, what's our timer at? Oh, we gotta get, we gotta get, we gotta get through, through a few of these. Okay, we're gonna do... We're gonna do number six and number eight. It's gonna go a little bit over time, but I want to get these in just because it's... They're important to me to make it a holiday, holiday themed thing. So, uh, number six, uh, it's all about giving. So we're going to be giving something, something nice to things that we normally don't really like. So this is say something nice about a faction or a master you hate. Um, oh, look at this. Uh, there's a repeat here. Huh. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. Eli, you're up first. Yeah. So mine was Leviticus because he is a pile of garbage and I hate everything about him. Um, yep. But, uh, <clears throat> he's good with horses. <laughs> Somewhere I just heard Brian, like, <laughs> complain that Levy's a good boy. Uh, well, he's wrong. He is wrong. <laughs> he knows he's wrong, too. He's just trying to be a troll. Okay. I'm up next. And I initially was also going to go with Leviticus, but then I realized that someone else would probably pick him. People too seem to not like Leviticus for some reason. I'm not going. To, I'm going to go with the uh, the faction everyone knows. I I love to hate, and that is the Ten Thunders. And the thing I will say that's nice about the Ten Thunders is that, as opposed to most of the the factions in the game, they really get to use a lot of colors in their paint schemes, which is a way I really like to paint. So um, they're they're colorful and they're fun and they've got a lot of cool clothing things that are really fun for the hobby aspect of the game. So I think that's neat. Uh, other than that, they can go to hell. <laughs> Victoria. Well, I put on the show notes that I was also going to do Leviticus, but uh, I think I'm going to bring in a dark horse here and go with Nelly. <laughs> we all know I hate Nelly. For reasons. Do tell. Would it be her stupid, punchable face? It is indeed her stupid, punchable face. <laughs> and also, I find her incredibly annoying. Uh, well, the, um, the face is part of that. And the face is part of that, but mostly in the fluff, she's annoying. Um, but I will say she 
truly seems to believe in what she's doing, and that's, you know... Commendable? A thing. Yay. Well, these tags seem to be just all, like, chances to insult them again. (laughs) What did you think it was gonna be? Exactly this, actually. (laughs) Okay, Roman. So, both on the table, and I guess slightly less so in fluff, Daw is just an annoying thing to me. Like, in fluff, he's not characterful, so I don't care about him. Because I can appreciate he's more a a force of nature, I guess, at this point. But just, he's... It's hard for me to care about a character if they don't have characterful motivations. And that translates on the table to him being just super annoying to deal with. Uh, And I, I would just like to say that I appreciate that he's always the first to have... Uh, his tree's Christmas ornaments up every year. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Speaking of his character, though, have you read the Resurrectionist book? I have. Okay. That was, that was, it took them like three, actually, I don't even know when he actually came into first edition. Okay, he was first edition. Okay, so it took them three editions to give me something about him. So, Mm -hmm. That's, That's actually what made me think of him this time. I was like, all right, you got something. Uh, all right, Nate. All right. I'm genuinely uh, surprised that this doesn't read Fitzsimmons. <laughs> no, I don't have anything nice to say about him. <laughs> um, no, Roman's been prodding me with, about this for a year, so I figured I'd say it publicly. This is about Colette. And you know what? She's providing the King's Empire with soul stones. And for that, that I, I give her praise. Yay! God save the king. Now Hooray. say something mean. Like all of us. <laughs> I appreciate you, and I hope they didn't hurt you too much. <laughs> oh, is, is he sobbing right now? A little bit. Okay. <laughs> really just silent tears. <laughs> get him some antifreeze. He'll cheer right up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, no more tears. <laughs> <laughs> topic, topic, topic number eight is I'm calling it Secret Santa. Oh, no. um, and that's this has got a question mark next to it because I didn't want to inform you guys what it is, but it is in fact me giving you a faction. It's going to be randomized live on this podcast that's recorded. Uh, <laughs> and then you personally have to come up with some sort of gift to give to the faction. It can be something fluff-wise, it can be a a model, it can be an alt. The sky's the limit. Um, I'm going to go ahead and actually pause the recording and I'm going to write these out and give you guys like a minute or so to think about it, right? I'm going to go ahead and just update the the Google Doc, all right? All right. Cool. All right, so we had our deliberations and we had our, our random doling out of factions, and we're going to start from the top with Victoria, who uh, who got the bayou. I did get the bayou. Yep. Which I feel is a betrayal. Um, for bayou, I thought up a mat and some terrain of Zip's airship. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I think Nate just had a religious experience. <laughs> Like actual Christmas. You know how Nate was saying he was very much planning on being naked by the end of this episode? His pants just exploded off of him? Yep. You're welcome. Yeah, sounds about right. Okay. All right. All right, Roman. You got the Ten Thunders. What do you give him? Okay. So I give the Ten Thunders 
fluff, which explains why, as far as we've seen so far, no one knows about them. Ooh. Okay. Kira, actually, Kirai does. That was... Kirai does know about the Ten Thunders. That's not really, like, that big of a difference considering she worked for a Ten yeah. Thunders brothel. But yeah. yeah. Well, I'm saying, like, like the other factions as a whole. Like, yeah. the reason they don't yeah. know about them is an entire fabrication. The Thunders, in fact, are known by everyone oh. Oh. in this buff. Because I don't care how good you are. Like, you have people leave your organization. You might hunt them down and kill some of them, but some are going to slip through the net. Like, but at this point, Exactly, exactly. The, the fluff that I'm thinking of, though, it becomes kind of a, a two-part veil, if you will. Some organizations are like, eh, I don't, this is some bullshit that my, uh, my underling dreamed up in order to say late to the last meeting. So it becomes kind of an urban legend that no one takes seriously. Ah, okay. The other part of that veil is the powers that be recognize that it's true, but they foster the idea that no one could hide an entire organization from the guild, da-da-da-da-da, so that they can decide to feed what information they want to to the Sun Brothers. They're just really bad at it because they haven't seen the whole... They haven't seen the full edges of the of the map, as it were, as to where Ten Thunders are. Okay. That sounds good. That would, that would explain why, like, apparently the only people in the, in the fluff who know who the Ten Thunders are are the gremlins. Yeah. Like, anytime the Ten Thunders come up, the gremlins seem really aware of who they are. <laughs> I mean, part of that is probably Bruy, and gremlins are a bunch of loudmouth idiots, but yes. <laughs> yes My alternate are. option for this was... To, to give it that there's a fluff story wherein Bruy in running from the, the Thunders agents decides to stop and knows the only way he can deal with this is to best one of their honorable agents in combat so he goes to fight Shenlong and shows him the true meaning of the Fermented River style <laughs> and that would remove the Fermented River style from Shenlong's arsenal. Nice. Yeah, so that's 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 a gift to the entirety of Malifo there. Yes. Yeah, and, and a side, and a nerf. Yeah, and, and side point, Brewy comes back as as another uh, dual faction master. Ew, gross. No, I love that. Ew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I said, something for me. I'm going home. I'm driving four hours home. <laughs> you can't. You can't, Nate. You're you're up next. Okay. Well, I have a gift. I have a gift to the Neverborn. Oh yeah, I forgot to say your faction. I'm giving them Kaladi back. Yes! Thank you, I'm, I'm, I'm giving them back. They were all so sad. Lucius is giving Kaladi to, to Titania as a gift. And he's now now a fairy puppet man. <laughs> what, okay, so what does... What does... What does oh, it's, like, it's like trees and shit. Nice. Titania... <laughs> like, oh, okay. I figured she'd like nail his head to a, to a vault geist or something. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> You're a puppet now. You're good. It's all good. Tree puppets. <laughs> yeah, I do I do really like the aesthetic of like a really like natural kaladi. It's like instead of man-made, they're all like grown puppets. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That'd be really cool. For some reason I always thought he would come back as like a giant wooden puppet spider. 
Mm, I, I could see that. Four arms was not enough. Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> not coming back in Arcanist, Doug. It's okay. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Ramos stole him. Hashtag not all spiders. <laughs> Eli, you got outcasts. So my gift to the outcasts. Oh no. Is that uh, Zip goes back to being just by you. So everyone in Outcast can have some peace, some quiet, and a regained sense of respectability. <laughs> okay. You can't you can't do that without filling the void though, so they need now another master. What would you put in their in Zip's place? Hmm. That is an excellent question. I'll need a moment to think of that. Okay. Well No they can't have Kalani. Also Kalani. Kalani shows up in like all the fashions. <laughs> Remember when has Kaladi is the first factionless master. <laughs> His keywords are yes. <laughs> I mean, that's why all the effigies work for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's an option. Instead of like evolving into an emissary, they can just evolve into Kaladi. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Oh no. Yes. Oh, oh Lord. Uh. Okay. Well, we're on to Doug. And Doug got handed the guild because uh, someone hates me. Fate. <laughs> I'd say that, like, I don't also really hate the Ten Thunders. <laughs> no, there's just certain eight, certain aspects of the guild I don't like. Nelly. Nelly. Sonia. Sonia. What but, gift are you giving to Nelly and Sonia? <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving, I'm first up, I, 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 am, I am giving the guild some peace and quiet and some relaxation. We are killing off Nellie Cochran. Oh! We are replacing her with Leonardo Benetton, the actual head of the special division for um, uh, public relations. Nice. See, whereas, like, everyone else except Bass are, like, division heads of some kind. Nellie is Nellie just runs the shitty newspaper. Yep. There's actually, like, a really suave-looking dude in a suit here from the Through the Breach book that I think would actually be a lot better version of Nellie Cochran. So that's that's what... No, okay, I'm, I'm kind of joking there, because I would just love for any instance to get rid of Nellie. <laughs> Here's something that, like, is a little less... Dickish and a little bit more kind-hearted. I think we finally deserve Lady Justice's backstory. Yes. Mm, yeah. So that's that's my gift. That's my gift of the guild. But you know, if they want Leonardo, because then they find they have a character named Leonardo, and that's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, you can go. You can have that. Those two gifts. Two gifts there. You know, so is this Leonardo that they get? Is, is he a Renaissance painter, a turtle with two swords, or is he an actor that needs twenty movies to win an Oscar? Uh, I'm pretty sure they just literally pulled him from Madman, according to his picture. Yeah, he really looks very Madman esque. I'm a take okay. So his henchman's a better name than Oscar. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> picture Eli, you got an answer for me yet? Yeah. So. The uh, the outcasts have a lot of mercenaries. They've got a lot of thieves. But who are they fencing this stuff through? Ah. Right? So I'm thinking some sort of, like, <clears throat> definitely a control-type master who can do a lot of, like, giving to, his, to the other models, but also takes from them every time he does it. There's a lot of, like, soulstone shenanigans. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe, like, we'd dual faction in the hucksters? Mm, I can see I that. See that. Yeah. Wastrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, get the wastrel keyword or some. Yeah, cross over there. 
Makes sense. <laughs> Oh, they're really cool. And then finally, like, the emissary would sort of fit in with one of the... Buy you smugglers, lose the infamous keyword, and get whatever his keyword is. That yep. makes a little more sense, yeah. But real quick, like, if I had gotten oh, outcast, I was definitely going to re-sculpt the emissary, because everyone apparently hates that thing. No, the best. Are we just uh, volunteering some answers? Yeah, now? volunteer some answers. We're okay. already, like, way past time, so... If, if I had gotten arcanists... I would have given business suit Tony Ironsides. Thank you! Yes. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> I would have given, I would have given the same, followed by a uh, an English Ivan model. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Doug's not naked, too. Okay. <laughs> um, not quite. I got socks. <laughs> I mean, my feet those go last. <laughs> I mean, now we can't have an orgy, but a- right. any any other whoa, any other suggestions? <laughs> oh, Pandora's involved now. <laughs> okay, that's great. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Fodown, and thank you all uh, three of you, Nate. You're not included in this. Thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> Why is Nate Have a nice day. <laughs> That's so rude. I'm a rude person. Thank you, Victoria, for coming back. Always. Thank you. Yeah, yeah thank you, Nate. Aw, thanks, Doug. Thank you, Roman, for hosting those two hooligans. I mean, somebody has to. Plus, they get to play in a tournament tomorrow. It'll yeah. be fun. Thank you, Eli, for showing up for the first time. Yeah, thanks oh. for letting me on. Yeah, I hope you had a great time, and I hope you had a fun time listening to us, listener. We had a blast doing this, and as always, for we're this sorry. particular... Yeah, we're sorry. We're very sorry. We're, we're sorry. so sorry. <laughs> we're so sorry. <laughs> Nate's not sorry. I'm not sorry. I Nate lied. Never sorry Damn it, the Nate! Stop ruining my show! <laughs> I lied. <laughs> Songs used in this production are Molten Alloy and Villainous Treachery. All music is created by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.